How many of you have heard Bible stories since you were, oh, a toddler maybe, and you heard them over and over again, and they've sort of lost meaning for you? That is not uncommon at all. This morning, we're going to look at some of those Bible stories in a new light, and I think you'll find it enjoyable. Welcome back to Adventure Parenting with Grace. I am Lori Donahue, and this is the Gospel Parenting Podcast, where we will walk with you through the joys of parenting and the most painful challenges so you can rise with courage, practical strategies, and hope to parent with purpose. A few years ago, I wrote a children's picture book all about the theme of rescue in the Bible. We see it early in Genesis, and we find it all the way through Revelation, and it is over and over and over again. Today, I am going to read the picture book to you, and then I am going to offer a commentary afterward. So here is the picture book, but keep in mind, it's really incomplete without the illustrations, and I have a link in the show notes for the YouTube video of me reading the book, but I think the commentary is really important, and this is the only place you'll find that. So let's begin now. Save, rescue, free, his children big and small, worthy words woven, recorded for us all. Tease, laugh, jeer, but Noah didn't waver. Pound, saw, build, he didn't quit, not ever. Rain, pour, flood, the waters didn't stop. Bears, birds, bugs, things that walk and crawl and hop. Save, rescue, free, his children, big and small. Even in a flood, and that's not all. Straw, sweat, slaves, more work, no time to rest. Bricks, no straw, stressed, distressed, oppressed. Groan, plead, cry, the Lord God heard it all. Led safely out by Moses whom he called. Save, rescue, free, his children, big and small. Waters cut in half, and that's not all. Waves wet cold, and Jonah's tossed in. Run from God, a bad move for him. A ride indeed inside a great big fish. To obey God now was Jonah's greatest wish. Save, rescue, free his children, big and small. A hard lesson learned. Heed God's call. Fire sparks hot. It's cooking up in there. Three simple men with nothing to fear. Full of trust, march past the oven door. Eyes on God, and now there's four. Save, rescue, free, his children, big and small. God joined them, and that's not all. 
claws, teeth. Roar! Daniel faced the lion. What to do? No time for a crying. Trusty, tried, true, Daniel knew his Lord. Stay, trust, pray, then stop and pray some more. Save, rescue, free, his children, big and small. Mouth shut tight, and that's not all. Night, wind, fear, soles of feet are wet. Walk on water, come to me, don't fret. Boat, lake, faith, Peter walks on out. Wind, fluster, frenzy, take my hand, don't doubt. Save, rescue, free his children, big and small. Trust, watch, gaze on Jesus, lest you fall. Chains, stocks, locks, times like these are tense. Sing, pray, praise, this joy It makes no sense. Shake, rock, roll, Paul and Silas freed. Saved, trusting Jesus, the jailer freed indeed. Save, rescue, free, his children big and small. Earthquakes and hearts released. And that's not all. Self, idol, sin, I walked on my own path. Blind, lifeless, lost, heading for the cliff. Love, call, save, it's Jesus to the rescue. Believe and receive, he made my heart brand new. Save, rescue, free, children one to ninety-four. Trust him today, and there isn't any more. What a great way to end, and that is our rescue. Now let's talk a little bit about some of the depth of what this book means. I think you heard the Save Rescue Free on every single page. And I want to just mention something about rescue. Rescue implies that we are being trapped, that we are being held from unpleasantness or maybe even death. And free means that we're no longer under the power of something that is not good for us. As God is always looking out for the best of us, save, rescue, free, means that God is saving us from whatever is trapping us, oppressing us, or even likely to cause death. There are many, many stories about this, and I've just mentioned a few, but they're throughout the pages in the Bible. So the first one I mentioned was Noah. You may remember this, but these are a few facts about Noah. He was a godly man, and everybody around him was not, but he trusted the Lord. But God came to him and said, I want you to build a boat, a big boat. He gave him the exact measurements. So Noah said, okay. But the strange thing about this is it had never rained. There had not been any rain. So Noah started building a boat, not even knowing what rain would be like. And of course, people came and made fun of him. And why would you build a boat? What are you doing? So Noah began to work on this boat, the ark, and it took him 55 to 75 years to complete it. And in the meantime, he was the laughingstock of the community because they had no idea why he was doing this, but he trusted God. And 
because he trusted God, he obeyed and did what God said. And here's another fact. Noah was 600 years old when he built this boat. So that's hard for us to imagine because people lived many, many more years then than we live now. But he was not a young man. And he was pound, 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 pounding away. And people were laughing and making fun of him pretty much the whole time. So he completed it. He brought in his family. And as you know, the story goes, two of every animal to save them. But God was disappointed and very angry at all of the other people in the world, basically, who weren't following him and weren't trusting him. So he saved Noah from the wickedness that was all around him. It rained for 40 days and 40 nights, and they were in the boat for seven months. So that really puts a new perspective into all that God did to save Noah and his family, and that was because Noah trusted God. God didn't always just save people who trusted him, but Noah sure did, and so he and his family were saved. The next story of rescue is about the Israelites, and the Israelites were being held captive in Egypt For 400 years, they had been held captive, and they were slaves. They were made to build bricks, and their slave owners were cruel. They actually asked them to build bricks without straw as a punishment for them wanting to worship God. The Israelites turned to God, and they were pleading with God for rescue. And God heard them and answered their prayer. He brought up Moses. You've, I know, heard of Moses to help them be freed and all the story of the plagues. You can go back and read that. That's what happened prior to their being freed. So God freed them, and he led them out, and he actually protected them when they were able to walk through the waters of the Red Sea. And that is just a great story to remind us that we need to ask and to plead with God for our rescue and things that we want and desire that are in God's will. And maybe you've noticed at the end of each page, it says, and that's not all, because there are, there are many, many more stories of rescue that God has for us. And all of these stories of rescue point to our final rescue that we will get to in a few minutes. Our next story is the story of Jonah, and this is a little bit different than the other stories that we've already talked about. Jonah was a prophet, and God wanted Jonah to go to Nineveh and tell them that they needed to stop their wicked ways and to trust God. And Jonah decided he did not want to do that. So what did Jonah do? He went and bought a ticket to go the entire different direction on a boat. So Jonah was out on the seas, and the seas got rough, and Jonah realized it was because he had disobeyed God. So the people on the boat threw him overboard. But God saved him, and God allowed a large fish, some people say a whale, but it was probably, they say a great fish, came and swallowed Jonah. And so this story is of Jonah inside the belly of the fish, and you see in the pictures of this that there are lots of interesting 
creatures in the belly with him. But Jonah reconsidered what he had done at this point, and he was in for three days, took him back to Nineveh and spit him out, and Jonah now obeyed God. So the end of this book says, Save, Rescue, Free, His Children Big and Small, A Hard Lesson Learned, Heed God's Call. So Jonah wasn't rescued because of his great faith. Jonah was rescued because God wanted him to obey him. And in the end, Jonah clearly wanted to obey God too, but boy, he didn't for a while. So that is his story of rescue. So rescue comes from our faith, but it also comes from God's desire for what he wants for us, and he wanted for Jonah to obey. This is also a wonderful story about God giving Jonah a second chance to obey him. The next example of rescue is from Daniel. When King Nebuchadnezzar was ruling, he made a large gold idol that he wanted everybody to bow down to. And he said that whoever did not bow down would be thrown into a blazing, fiery furnace. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were Jews that had been placed over parts of the province of Babylon. And they refused to bow down because they only bowed down to the true God. And King Nebuchadnezzar was furious, and he called them and said, you mean you are not bowing down according to my ruling? And they said, no. They said, if we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. And that was from Daniel three sixteen to 18 NIV. So King Nebuchadnezzar was even more angry and commanded that they were bound and throw in, thrown into the blazing furnace, but he wanted it seven times hotter than normal. So they were thrown into the fire. So when they looked into the fire, there were not only the three men that they threw in, but there was a fourth. And it, the Bible doesn't really say if it was an angel or if it was the Lord incarnate or exactly who it was, but it was pretty clear that God had joined them in the fire. Thus, save, rescue, free, his children big and small, God joined them, and that's not all. And our next example is Daniel in the lion's den is the story that you might remember. But the background is that Daniel had been placed as a high up ruler under King Darius. And he was a very good ruler and King Darius was pleased with him. But there were others who were jealous. So they talked King Darius into making a rule that everybody had to worship him, the king, for 30 days. So that included Daniel, but Daniel was not about to worship anybody but the Lord God. And so three times a day, he got down and bowed to the Lord instead. And so the jealous men brought it to King Darius's attention. King Darius had to follow his own decree, which was that whoever didn't worship him for 30 days would be thrown in the lion's den. So that is what happened to Daniel. So he was placed in the lion's den with hungry lions, and the following day they checked on him, and 
the lions had not harmed him one bit. There wasn't any place on his body that had been harmed. Daniel was brought out of the lion's den, and the men who accused him were put in, and their bones were crushed, it says in Scripture. After this, King Darius made a decree that everyone in the land should worship the God of Daniel because of his great power. Daniel trusted God, and not only that, but God was glorified by all the people in the land because of his rescue of Daniel. So our next example is the example story of Peter walking on the water. This is a bit of a fun one. Jesus went up to the mountain to pray and be alone, and the disciples went out on the boat to cross the sea. And while they were in the middle of the sea, a big wind came up and made waves, and they looked up and they saw a man coming toward them, and they said, who is that? Is that a ghost? They were absolutely terrified. And Jesus said, take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Peter wanted to be sure, so Peter said, if it's really you, Lord, ask me to come and walk on the water toward you. So Jesus said, Peter, come. So Peter stepped out of the boat, and he was walking on the water and watching the Lord intently. But then he became fearful and took his eyes off the Lord. And when he took his eyes off the Lord, he began to sink. And what a good lesson that was, is when we are fearful, we need to keep our eyes on the Lord. Save, rescue, free, his children big and small. Trust, watch, gaze on Jesus, lest you fall. Our next example is of Paul and Silas. They were in the city of Philippi, ministering to the people and preaching and talking about Jesus. One of the men in the city went to the rulers and said that Paul and Silas were throwing the city into an uproar by advocating customs that were unlawful for the Romans. But he was really upset because Paul and Silas had sent a spirit out of his slave who was fortune-telling and making him money. So Paul and Silas were taken to jail and they were put in stocks. They were in jail and instead of being sad and depressed, they were singing praises to God at midnight and worshiping him and singing. And all of a sudden, there was a huge earthquake and the earthquake shattered all of the locks and all of the prisoners became free. The jailer was pretty frightened at this point because he thought he would be punished because all of the prisoners had been freed. But Paul and Silas said, no, no, we're all here. And they talked to him. And over the course of some time, they shared about Jesus. And the jailer became a believer. That is why the end of this section says... Shake, rock, roll, Paul and Silas freed. Save, trusting Jesus, the jailer freed indeed. Save, rescue, free as children big and small. Earthquakes and hearts released. And that's not all. And the hearts released is the jailer's heart released. The jailer's heart was saved. He was rescued as well as Paul and Silas were rescued. And we come to the last example, which is the example of us. And I'm going to just read this because it's pretty self-explanatory. Self, idols, sin, I walked on my own path, blind, lifeless, lost, heading for the cliff. Love, call, and save. It's Jesus to the rescue. 
Believe and receive. He made my heart brand new. Save rescue free children 1 to 94. Trust him today and there isn't any more. And that is the final word. I am so happy to share this book with you. And if you would like a copy of this book, I'm offering it 20% off, including free shipping for the month of January. You can find the link in the show notes. Also, if you have a topic you would like covered in our podcast, or you know somebody who would make a really good person to interview, please let me know. And I'll leave that in the show notes as well. So with this brand new year ahead of us, I really pray that you will rest in the Lord all year long.